It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Yes, welcome. This is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Robson Civil. Over 60 years of leading civil construction experience. Visit robsoncivilprojects.com.au. Welcome back to our listeners across the SEN network. SENQ, 693 AM in Brisbane. Welcome. SEN 1170 in Sydney and SEN 1620 on the Gold Coast. Or download the SEN app and listen to Crunch Time anytime, anywhere. Remember, you can join the conversation throughout today's show. Call 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736 and hit us up on socials at SEN League. Boys, welcome. I wanted a little pump up to start this I, Sunday. I love how happy that song made you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you that happy. You have this big smile on your face and just yeah. in the zone. Yeah, yeah. so it's the good, background good on that one... Um, some 41. Yeah, some 41 in yeah. too deep. Uh, I was listening to the American Pie soundtrack this morning. Yeah. What I a thought, movie. Yeah, I thought, I thought uh, what a way to pump up our show for a Sunday morning. Yeah. So I'm joined today by the Sydney Sixers marquee signing for the <laughs> 2022 season, Steve O'Keefe. Now, marquee means bums on seats plus talent on the pitch. So yeah. bums on seats so for they the have Sydney a gra- Sixers. They have four grades of how they get marquee plays. You're either yeah. platinum, yep. gold. Yep. Bronze, silver, bronze. So there's yeah. four. You, you'd, you'd know all about those being an Olympic uh, <laughs> athlete. Um, but they've made a new one for me. It's tinfoil, which is you're basically, <laughs> playing, you're basically playing for meal allowances on a waitress. Just <laughs> 60 bucks a night. Oh. It doesn't go far, I can tell you. So, there you go. And, yeah. uh, and joining Sock and myself, James Magnuson, today, I'm only going to refer to him today as New South Wales Blues player. Tim Menner, because yeah, we won't though. we won't mention the war yesterday, Timmy. Yeah, it was a beautiful game yesterday. It's a good rivalry. I, I grew up a Dogs fan, to be honest, Miss Hall, mate. Yeah. I, um, I grew up in the in the Kiwi Bankstown area. Yeah, uh, loved the doggies as a kid. Um, signed with Para as a fourteen year old, so they kind of switched allegiance pretty early, but. Definitely got a soft spot for the bull. Right? It was a good crowd yesterday, wasn't it? Even yeah. given that, you know, for the for the dogs, it's a dead rubber now. They're not playing for anything, but still plenty of Bulldogs fans turned out. Yeah, it was, it was sold out technically, but there was a lot of empty seats there, which I don't get. I don't understand. Yeah. That. So like, I, had, mm. I had friends that actually got turned away at the gates and that was sold out. Weird. And is it because they're sitting in around. The, are they, but they, they, do they come down to the level below and is there like a bar sort of window section? So they are there just not sitting in the seats. They're in the... No, nah, the way it is, mm. so members have their tickets for the year. Right. And if members decide I'm not coming, okay. then their seats are sitting Gotcha. Do the StubHub theory and just sell them online. They should yeah. do that, actually. They should. That's actually a good thing. Yeah. It had a little bit of a feel yesterday. Today, as the Bulldogs start to pick up, once those two, two teams are humming again, mm. it is, uh, and I'm biased, but I believe it is the biggest rivalry in the NRL. Mate, I played 11 years and 
my highlight of my career was playing against the Dogs in the pre- prelim of 09. Yeah. I still remember it because when they sold the tickets, they asked who you went for. So you came out of the tunnel and it was all blue and white one side, blue and gold the other side. And yeah, the good. atmosphere was, I've never experienced an atmosphere. I played Origin as well and it was nothing like that game. That game was just back and forth like I've never experienced. Yeah. yeah. And Very Sock, good. you were coming fresh off. Yeah, I've had party. a um, I've had a big weekend. Yeah, I had the Bucks Bucks party. One of my yeah. good mates, Bucks, would start at Bucketies in Brookvale, which got pretty rammed because the like the industrial area out there at the back of I don't know if you've been out there, Brookies. All yeah, these little yeah, sort yeah. of warehouse. There's, there's a good rib place there. Yeah, uh, I don't know the name of it, but it's starting yeah. to become really gentrified with pubs. People starting yeah. to take their business out there. Anyway, it was a bit of a humdinger, but what I loved, and that Sum 41 there sort of reliving my misspent youth to listen to a bit of punk rock, <laughs> in the, we hired my mate's warehouse who owns Budgie Smuggler, and he said, right, boys, we can go in there, but you can't touch the swimwear. Of course, everyone gets into the swimwear. <laughs> we, had, we had Daytona. You had that basketball game where you're shooting hoops. You know, oh, that, that nice. Thing, yeah. And Buck Hunter. Oh, yeah. So yes. I was like, there's yeah. a bunch of 40-year-old you know, 40, 40 year old grown man <laughs> yep. just like getting into fights on Buck Hunter and Daytona. Yeah, right? He's got the quickest lap time. Was that um, the extent of the night? So you just paid a bit of Buck Hunter? Yeah, that was, and then, yeah, we just went, hang on, 8 yeah. o'clock, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. Lexi, if you're very listening, good. that's all that happened. And I was home in bed, cup of tea, and yeah, here nice. I am. So. Uh, I'm very impressed that you backed up after the Bucks. Um, yeah. I, I had an interesting morning. So um, I've just opened the gym in Marrickville. Yep. And I went in this morning to train and, and run a class this morning. Tribe. So it's tribe. Tribe, I tribe to the public. Yep, that's right. And, uh, you know, we've got we've got a quite a few keen beans that want to train on a Sunday morning, which yep. which I like. Keeps yeah. keeps you honest on a Saturday night. So I rocked in this morning, opened up the gym and, and coached the 8 o'clock class. Where we are in Marrickville, similar to, to Brookvale, it's an industrial area. There's a bit going on. And uh, when I got in at 7.30 this morning to open up, I could hear like this doof, doof, doof music <laughs> coming from somewhere. I wasn't sure where. Yep. And I kind of had a look around and then the class is going. I can still hear this music in the background. So I went around the corner and there's a, a bouncer standing out the front of just this random warehouse. And I said, mate, what's, what's going on here? He said, oh, this is, it's a, uh, it's a rave. Warehouse party. Uh, yeah. It's called The Dunge. As in like the dungeon, yep, yep. and uh, it wraps it wraps up at midday today. Started at midday yesterday. It wraps midday. up at midday today. So it was a twenty four hour rave. It was like a 10, 10 year anniversary for this for this warehouse. And uh, as as the session went, as the class went, we started to get stragglers walking past the gym, coming out of the rave. Oh and God. one of these one of these blokes, I don't know if he was coming from the rave or going to the rave. Uh, he walked into the glass door at the front of our gym, walked straight into the glass door, <laughs> looked around and then opened, opened the gym door and walked into the gym. I don't know if he thought yeah. that was the rave because we had music pumping as well. Yeah. He looked around, his pupils are the size of dinner plates. He looked around <laughs> and then scurried back out the door. <laughs> and I was like, mate, I don't. You should have, I, um, did you grab him and put him in the car, bring sock to the studio? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so and here sock, he is. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get from Brookvale to Marrickville? Like, yeah. uh, hell of a rave. Yeah. <laughs> I got to punch out a few yeah. dumbbell so, curls so, as so well. All, so all those blokes in... Uh, all those blokes in Marrickville who would have just been coming out of that rave right about now, uh, good luck to you for the rest of your week after that one. That's a tough week, isn't it, backing I've, up? I've, I'll tell you what, I've never been to a rave, but have you seen the new doco Woodstock 99 that's on? I saw the previews. Oh, that was that was all kinds of horrible. Yeah. Like, you know, it was headlined by Limp Biscuit, and it was yeah, sort of the last yeah. of a generation of 
you know, it, that sort of punk rock era with Limp Biscuit, Kid Rock. Anyway, they come in, they're on this deserted airfield and it's got concrete and they're charging $10 a bottle of water. So people are getting dehydrated. People are getting really, really sick. And the thing just turns into anarchy and they start just ripping and burning the place down <laughs> by day three, you know, like absolutely yeah. tearing it to shreds. So yeah. I was like, they're calling it profit stock, but it's highly entertaining to watch on the, the Netflix. Have to check it out. Yeah, any like raids in para to me? No, well, we did that in '86. So I won, <laughs> won the last grand final, and yeah. the fans to celebrate burnt the stadium down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I did that quite yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> that's good, isn't it? Oh, it's one way of getting a new stadium. Maybe that's what they need to do at Leichhardt well, after last night's game. Just go and burn, burn down, down the stadium. Yeah, yeah and then the yeah. the New South Wales Premier will have no choice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, coming up on today's show, we've got. Two double headers today. Uh, starting off with the Dragons Titans game at Wynn Stadium in the women's NRL. That's on right now. St. George are leading the Gold Coast 18 to 6 in that one. Then coming up straight after that, we've got the uh, the Dragons and the Titans NRL match. Uh, can we see an upset in that one? Dragons have lost their past three matches. Uh, Titans looking to go back to back. Does anyone care? Yeah, like, it's every, kind of that time of year. Well, we, isn't do, it? we do have dragons and titans fans out there. Yeah, sorry, Jimmy, sorry, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Brooksy through the but, year going bigger up, bigger up? I did the same mistake last week. Don't worry. Uh, but like, you're, there's so many important games this weekend, next weekend, all fighting for that top four, top eight spot. Yeah, and then you got dragons, dragons. Like, no, no. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think. Uh, you, you think about someone like the Cowboys, right, and how they were so dismal last year. You've got to be thinking, right, at least can we get something? You, you'd be able to tell us better. When you've had a rough season or you've, you, you you know you're not going to make the eight, what are you trying to get out of these last couple of games I, besides not getting injured to ruin your barley trip for three weeks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you mention that because the, the Titans uh, was one of the teams we played against. So it was one year, I think we got Wooden Spoon or we came in bottom of the ladder. We knew we weren't playing finals. Yeah. And it was two or three weeks to go. Yeah. And we had a Thursday or Friday night game. And uh, Jared Hayne and I, we, we made plans. As soon as the game finished, we are in the car, yeah. straight to the slopes. <laughs> and we, we snowboarded straight all Straight away. And Corliss was paranoid about getting spotted. We didn't, the club didn't know we were on the, on the slopes. He got a balaclava. Oh. And he got a whole day on the slopes in his balaclava, so no one will know on But uh, So, yeah, so if you're asking what the boys are doing today, they're probably thinking, what are they doing this weekend? They would have been a yeah. long drive yeah. in a balaclava <laughs> in the car with ski goggles on. What are these yeah. blokes up to? <laughs> yeah, I, I've often wondered that with the team sport. Like, it doesn't really happen in swimming, right? Because you're, you've always got a big race coming up, and if, if it's off-season, you're just doing your own thing. But yeah. I was talking to someone at another club this week, not the Bulldogs, and uh, he's in the staff at this club, and he said that the the players are switched off. He said you just knew from the intensity at training this week mm. that uh, that the season's done, and they're looking towards the end of season trips. Mm. So, what does the coach, you know, if if you're let's say Mick Potter yesterday for the the Bulldogs, and he's not even going to be there, same as Noddy, yeah. they're not even going to yeah. be at the club next year. What, what are the players playing for? How do you motivate mm. them? It's like it's like having a substitute teacher at school. Yeah, you know what I mean, so when you have a new coach come in and you know they're just filling in, they're not going to be there next year. The players all of a sudden they start getting away with those one percenters that you would usually get grilled at, and yeah. grilled on if, if yeah. you stuffed up. So the Monday video instead of copping it for those one percenters, 
you know, Potsy's all, you know, Noddy's going to get there and say, oh, well, guys, you know, we've got to aim up this week. It's embarrassing. Have a bit of pride yeah. in the jersey. But yeah. there's nothing it's that like he it, can actually do, that, like, to put in new procedures to make you a better team. It's funny how you say it, how redundant that information, like, how it just washes over you, like, this pride in the jersey and that. But you just, it doesn't right. matter how, who says it, how many times they say it, yeah. or we've got him here to give us some motivational speak, or the old boys are here. You just like, it I just nothing is going to get me up, you yeah. know, because you spend so much energy and it, yeah. to defend the players, you waste and spend so much energy and time and wanting it. And then when it's not there, you, you, you can't blame them for going, you know, what? I'm not quite there. You know, I'm half a step behind. I know you've got a responsibility and we're playing for the fans, but you know, you can forgive them to a certain extent of being, you know, missing out on those one percenters. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if the fans forgive them. Like it's, yeah. No, the yeah. Fans oh, still, the fans are brutal. The, the fan, like they've got to come and watch this game today and they're going to want the Dragons to win. Like they're, yeah. they're turning up yep. wanting a result. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, a, um, it's a fair point. Yeah. Well, speaking of the fans, which which I found really, really rough without trying to, you know, bring it down was the, the abuse that say Jackson Paulo got after the, the Bunnies game. Mm. You know, he didn't have a great game. He's a young kid and these mistakes happen. On yeah. a football field, and you can to- as a fan, I can tolerate that. But what I can't tolerate is the level of hate and abuse that, that someone like him would get as a young kid, particularly after the week we've had in football. It's yeah. very to, to hear that, and I'm like, I'm a Bunnies fan, and I was as disappointed as anyone. But I wasn't yeah. even angry. Yeah. I just felt sorry for him. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's, he's trying his best, and sometimes you get the yips, and all of a sudden that ball, you're thinking about it a split second longer. You're you know, yeah. your hands aren't quite there. Yeah. You have an off day, and no one feels worse than him. I can tell you. That's 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 the key there. He yeah. would have felt worse than anyone, so he would have yeah. struggled to sleep that night because he would have judged himself harder than anyone that's else. That's right. So to have all the extra noise on top of you, it just clarifies that even all those negative thoughts you have. It makes it worse and worse. So. Oh, I've got nothing but respect for athletes in every, particularly individual sports, because there is no hiding. It's not like you can blame a. You know, oh, yeah. it's the centre's fault. Yeah, you know, it wasn't my read. You can it was blame his a love triangle or something. You know, the tough thing for players today, there's players throughout history have always had games like that, right? It's always happened. But in the past, you know what's happened on a you know, Sunday Arvo like this, the three of us would stand around on the uh, the barbecue and go, geez, Jackson Paula had a shocker, didn't he? And we'd vent our frustration to each other. Yes. Now they go, bam, I'm going to tell Jackson Paulo what I think of his performance. Yeah. And I've got access to him through social media. Yeah. And that's where people need to be a little bit more compassionate and understanding about what today's players go through. Because mm. throughout history, they've fans have never had access to players like they do yeah. today. And yeah. the players absolutely cop it. We're only seeing what he's tagged in. Imagine the direct messages he's been getting and – Mm. Um, even family and friends would be getting as well. Mm. So m- my message to fans would be, if if you want to vent, call up your mate. Yeah. Call up your mate that supports Souths or call yeah. up your mate that doesn't support Souths and vent to him. Yeah, agreed. He'll he'll yeah. have a conversation back with you. Yeah. Then you yeah. can actually get a bit of frustration out. Yeah. Tagging Jackson Paulo yeah. on something on social media isn't going to help. It's anything. a dog act. It's quite cowardly because it is. You know what? Nine times out of ten, those fans will never ever tell Jackson that to his face. No. Yeah, no, they'll be the first one to turn up with a shirt and go sign yeah, this, get yeah, a selfie yeah. and go, oh, yeah. you know, do this for me for my kid, you know. And then yeah. anyway, I don't want to bring it down, but I just felt like that was a bit harsh. In what otherwise was a really entertaining game that we have to talk about the players' treatment by fans yeah. in that situation with the guys trying 100% his best. Yeah, anyway. I agree. Uh, we've got a text here from the Big G. He says, G'day, Crunchers. Just wanted to bring your attention to yesterday. Uh, after winning the supercar race, Will Davison dedicated the win to Paul Green and his family. 
Uh, so it was a nice moment, a tough week for everyone uh, in the NRL. You saw a, a minute silence and then a round of applause up there at um, Townsville for mm. Paul Green. Um, Do you ever come across him, Tim, in your time? Like yeah. you, you would have obviously uh, not played under him, I'm assuming, but, you know, you're... No, I didn't play against uh, under him, but I yeah definitely came across him quite a few times. Um, yeah, a great guy, but it's I think it's a, the massive elephant in the room, and I don't think it's just rugby league, but retired athletes in general. Mm. There's a massive gap there of the, the way they feel. Like, and I don't know what the solution is, but there's a lot of guys that aren't playing professional sport at the moment that are doing it really tough. Like, mm. and everyone knows it, but you know, like you know, I think everyone's. You know, they say we support them, but not really. Yeah. Um, so mm. that just really highlighted the amount of uh, stress and uh, pressures and anxiety that go with retiring from, or even like he wasn't retired, you know, um, as a as a coach. He still wanted to coach, but mm. you just feel outside the circle sometimes and he yeah. struggle with that. Yep. Well All said. right. Remember, you can join the conversation throughout today's show. Call 1300 01 1170 or text us on 0457 736 736. We'll take a break. And after this, we'll do a review of Saturday's games. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.